On this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 2, Episode 6, The Old Gods and the New. We break down Theon's taking of Winterfell. We congratulate Chris on his new job. We congratulate me on my new hair. And I try to find a new love after Amelia Clark goes public with her new boyfriend. Plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here. And welcome back after a long break to Deep Thrones. We were off our, uh, off our hiatus. Yeah. We're, we're, off, we're back <laughs> on our bullshit. <laughs> we had to take a short sabbatical. Um, right. I am, of course, Sims. My partner, Sheedy's here. What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? So, if you guys don't uh, know already, I had to get a new job. Well, it didn't necessarily have to get a new job, <laughs> but I did acquire a new job, and uh, it's in football equipment sales, so I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I have a pretty extensive football background, so I feel like right. I'm doing something that I'm uh, pretty happy doing. I so. just have an image of you going to every meeting in full football gear, helmet yeah. on, Dude, the just, cleats just scratching up their floors. I just, I just show up at schools and kick the door down and be like... Send out your best player. <laughs> Give me a freshman that I may tackle. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Congrats. You like it so far very early on. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. I've been on the road quite a bit um, the past couple weeks, which is why it's been a little bit difficult to get some recording time in. But, um, you know, now that I'm kind of on my feet, I've got a new commitment and renewed commitment to Deep Thrones. I feel like I re um whatever you call it focused yeah well remarriage vow or whatever you call that stuff renewed your vows yeah there you go you could have just said recommitted that would have been yeah that's good follow-up yeah Yeah. me too i'm recommitted as well yeah you got some new shit going on i'm going through a quarter-life crisis (laughs) 26 and i've just you know no i got a new car Got Sweet. a new phone. I got a new style. I got a new haircut. Dude, you, I did that. You're a brand new John. I'm a brand new John. You know that thing that dudes do when they cut the sides shorter and the top is still long? Yeah. That's what I did. And and did you did you get a little swoop going? I got a little swoop. Here? I got okay. a little swoop out of the barber I did today. It's not so swoopy because I figured I'm just seeing you. So I didn't need to swoop it. But that's whenever I see... maximum swoop seeing well, me, actually. It, it's got a good swoop, though. Yeah, it's, it looks crispy. It is crispy. It I, crispy. I, got, I bought product. Oh, man. I bought a little product. Different than that manscaping shit that you bought? Well, that wasn't product. That was a razor for pubes. (laughs) (laughs) This is product. It's a little saw. It goes in the hair. (laughs) Also, um, a a little not-so-great news for you. Bad news, guys. Yeah, so, I mean, do you want to break it to to the people here? So, I don't know if this played a factor in it, but it might have. Turns out, uh, Instagram was alive about a week ago. Amelia Clark has gone public with some cha as her boyfriend. Some cha, he looks like... He's not a good-looking dude. Dude, he looks like he, like... Drinks craft beers and smokes like out of a pipe, probably yeah. like some like tobacco or something. Yeah. Not it, even cool. Not even the cool jazz cabbage. His hair looks like too. Like if you like shaved Ronald McDonald's bush and sprinkled it on his head, that's what it looks like. He's not got a full. Is he? Is he a redhead? Kind of got like a little sandy redhead. He's very. Okay. He's like not. He's got like a, his. I've seen receding hairlines. That motherfucker's hairline is retreating. All right. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to insult the guy. I'm sure he's a, a great person. No, fuck this guy. Yeah, dude. he can eat you a dick. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Just send, let's get our people to get to get yeah. his people, and then we'll just yeah. It'll be like that scene in Anchorman where we all like show up with knives and guns and stuff, and just yeah. Just I agree. No, out. yeah, and yeah. we'll have like a dragon, and then I'll whisk away Amelia. So at the end of each podcast, I've said Amelia hit me up. Mm-hmm. That's dead. It's gone. It's sad. I'm retiring. Last episode was her birthday episode, and I'm not coming out of that cake. Uh, so you know what? Until further notice, as for the episode we're on, since Marjorie is a player in these seasons, I am officially Team Marjorie. Oh. So from now on, Marjorie is going to have to hit me up. Man, you're, you're switching it up. I am switching it up. That sometimes you got to dormer action. Sometimes you got to switch it up. You got to switch hands. Sometimes. Okay. It makes, it's called the stranger. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Well, also, it's some better news. Um, HBO finally just announced that it will be, indeed be April 2019 that finally. we get season eight. Season eight, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say final season, season nine. Jeez, what's wrong with me? Yeah. This is what happens when I'm gone for a couple of weeks. My brain just is just mush. No, I mean, it's not just you. It's me, too. Uh, but it's season eight. It's big news. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm down for anything. Whatever the finale is, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. They could literally sit an idiot on the Iron Throne. I'd be happy. I want anyone to end up as king or queen except Daenerys. 
accept Daenerys. Yeah, you know what? Just because of... Bad judgment. She's shown bad character. And I know it's not her. I know it's Amelia. But method acting. Christian Bale would never fuck some weirdo when he was Batman. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. But also, even in the show, she's... she's Well, I guess not up to this point, but she has shown some lack of judgment with some of the guys that she smanked. Yeah. A couple times. And so. some of the guys she hasn't. Yeah. Pointing at myself. Yeah. Especially with that new haircut, man. I mean, I know me and her got the same haircut. <laughs> we both got Short the same. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we jump into this thing? Yeah, let's let's jump into it. Um, we we start off as we always do with the review. Theon starts off attacking Winterfell. That's right. Um, he he kind of it doesn't really show. It's not really a battle because Winterfell's c- completely caught off guard. Um, Theon shows up with his Greyjoy people. Sits down and explains the situation to Bran. Hey, you know, Bran first says he's not going to give up, but Theon says, "You got to be lord right now. You stand no chance. We could sit here slaughtering you guys one by one, or you can be a good lord and give up." Yeah. So Bran finally agrees to give up. At that point, Sir Roger Castle is brought into the courtyard. Yeah. Um, as a prisoner. And a lot of people are confused, too, which is cool. Like, even Bran is, like, woken up from his sleep. He's like, Theon, you're a little bitch. Like, what are you even, like, shut up. Yeah. But Theon is like, no. And, like, I think if it was just Theon and, like, a few other guys, Bran still would have said no. But I think he knows enough about, like, Greyjoy lore to know that even though they know Theon's probably a bitch, those guys might not be. So you can't risk it. And he even, like, Theon says, I think Theon uh, gives the illusion, or at least alludes to the fact that he'll start killing other people, and I think that's when Bran was like, okay. Like, he knows that Theon's not going to kill Bran specifically, but the fact that he might kill some other, you know, of Bran's yeah, friends yeah, and family. Yeah, the guy you were just talking about. Yeah, so, so anyways, they bring Sir Roderick in after the capture. Roderick's super pissed, um, ends up spitting in Theon's face, which turns out to be like the final straw to his men. And ends up Theon ends up beheading Sir Roderick on the spot. But also, weak ass, can't even cut it off in like one swoop. Yeah. Every dude in this show is cut off the head in one swoop. Theon does like four cuts, and then yeah. he's like kicking at it. It was brutal. He was like close to getting down there and doing a little beaver work. A little gnaw. Just kind of get loose. It was a brutal scene, but that's, that's, that's how life's going to go for Theon from here on out. Strictly. You know? Business. <laughs> no good stuff. So uh, where do we go from there? From there we go to the north of the wall with Ghost and the Night Watchman. They're out there chilling north of the wall, you know, getting cold. Uh, and they're just doing... This is just a traveling scene. Um, and basically it's just a lot of core and half-hand introduction, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and talking to John about just, like, the treacheries of the north and how, you know, they're, they're building an army and all that. It's, it's just a lot of, like, typical north stuff. Yeah, and I, I think this... His conversation with Corn here gives a lot of perspective to John because up in, up until this point he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm, I'm willing to die for the Night's Watch, and right. you know, I'm, I'm all valor and all this." And Corn just goes, "You know, that's not what this is about. It's about survival up here. You know, you're not gonna, no yeah. one's gonna remember who you are because you died far north of the Wall." Yeah, Corn says uh, he's like, "I don't care who you are. Yeah, what you did, as long as you love me." <laughs> it's a little Backstreet Boys for you guys right there. And when you said Corn at first, for some reason I thought of the band Corn. <laughs> like if that's how he spelled his name, backward K O R. They put out some jams back in the they day. They did. I can't name one, but they did. He, but he, this is a very much the same speech that Batman has when he's in the pit in The Dark Knight Rises, where he's where the guy's like, "Well, you don't fear death. Like you need the fear of death oh, to right. motivate you." Yeah. And that's like that's a newer concept in movies. Like, back then it was cool to not fear death, but now they're like, no, use that as your motivation. Right, definitely. And then from there, we go to Heron Hall. Tywin actually demotes Emery Lorch here. Emery Lorch is, of course, one of the uh, captains that rolls around with the mountain and tortures villagers and all this stuff. Um, If you didn't connect the dots, Emery Lorch was actually um, in the party that killed Arya's... What was that? What was the Night's Watch guy's name um oh the brother Yorin. Yorin. yeah Yorin. Yeah, yeah great guy yeah so emory, emory lorch was part of the guys who killed him and and that whole retinue but anyways tywin demotes emory because he couldn't read a letter and accidentally ended up sending yeah. intel and you know what tywin said to him you blew it <laughs> 
You blew it. And, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, basically, Amory definitely blew it. He gets demoted. He storms off. Lord Bayless shows up and talks about the possibility of an alliance with the Tyrells. Right. And he basically says that Marjorie still wants to be queen and is open to marrying Team Marjorie. Yeah. Yeah. So. And also, this is interesting. Like Arya's freaking out because Baelish saw her not all that long ago. I mean, at this point, it's probably been a couple. A year, maybe? Yeah. A year and a half, yeah. let's say? Yeah. So she's freaking out, and, like, they film it in a way where Baelish is like, oh, her face, I'd like to see that. You know? <laughs> right, and, yeah. But she's, like, sneaking around, and, and Tywin loves her. He does. He, like, yeah. thinks she's a cutie. Uh, but Baelish is, like, you know, he's a threat to her at this point, but he never says anything about her or sees her. But he does mention to Tywin that his son Tyrion is making moves with the Starks, and he's like, why is Tyrion discussing stuff with Cat? And he said, a, a possible trade. Mm-hmm. daughters for son, the Stark girls, which they only have one at this point, Sansa. Little do they know that Arya is the helper uh, for Jamie Lannister, of course. And which Cat would be it's super idiotic to make that trade, but you, you know, can't make that. that I happens. mean, it's sad. You, you would, as the mom, it makes sense to make the trade. As military leaders, you can't make that trade because Jamie, unfortunately, means way more to his family than Sansa and Arya do to the Starks. Yes. Rob means a lot to the Starks. Honestly, yes. Jon Snow means... It's just the world that they live in. It's the right. son, even a bastard son, means more than a daughter, technically. They're ladies, which is good. But the concept of, like... for Especially for Tywin. The way he views Tyrion is not even a son. Right. He wants Jamie to eventually take over the family business. And, and Jamie <laughs> added a lot of value uh, up until his capture. I mean, he, great sword did, he did win a few battles in the Riverlands before he got captured. So... He does still have a. And there are stories of back in the day that he accomplished yeah, a lot. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He killed the Mad King, heroically, by stabbing him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was that. Uh, and then from there, we go back north of the Wall. The crows um, attack the wildlings. They do an attack on a, a small horde of wildlings. They kill them all, and they take a redhead hostage. Her name is Egret. Just asking her some information. Corrin Halfhand says, Do you know who I am? And she's like, You're Corrin Halfhand. And he's like, how quickly would they kill me if I got caught? And she's like, if you're lucky, they'll kill you quick. Yeah. Which is a cool thing. Uh, and then the other crows are like, all right, let's kill her. And John's like, no, I'll kill her. And they're like, okay, just make it quick. We got to get going. They start walking away. John doesn't kill her because he's like, ooh, a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and she is an attractive girl. Like, yeah. It would be tough to kill her. I mean... It's it, a dog-eat-dog world, but sometimes it's a dog-eat-cat world, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's tough. I mean, especially when they're staring you right in the face. They're, you're not, like, fighting them. Like, she, you're just... You he gets to tougher. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He gets tougher. He definitely does. But this is a weird scene. It's a test for him, and obviously this is implications down the road that he likes her. Yeah. He thinks she's pretty. And, and another important part of that scene, you can see the Night's Watchmen are starting to employ some tactics of... of um, Guerrilla warfare. Of guerrilla warfare, which obviously the wildlings use quite a bit. So um, you can see John starting to learn some of the tactics that he uses later on in the later seasons. Um, Very but, important scenes. Yeah. This, this episode has a lot of important scenes. It is, right. It's a slow episode. Yeah. Maybe not so much if it's your first time watching it through. You don't really understand the weight of some of this stuff. But, no. No, yeah. yeah. And then from there, we go to King's Landing. Marcella is being sent off to Dorne. Mm. Um, Cersei, of course, is still very, very upset about it. She's a little more calm and collected now. But she basically just says that uh, to Tyrion, she says, if there's ever anyone that you love, um, love enough that you would do literally anything for them, I'm going to rip them away from you, mm-hmm. um, et cetera. And then they... She's, yeah, she's coming at him with some smoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, Got bars. Some, some dark, dark smoke. Yeah. And then... They go back into, through the gates of King's Landing, and they're going through this angry mob. Um, Joffrey's there, the whole King's Guard's there, the retinue, everybody's all there. And Joffrey gets some poo thrown so at little, his little face. Doo-doo. Yeah, little doo-doo a little cow pie thrown yeah, at his face. Cow pie. He's pissed. And, and of course, like, yeah. but before that, Tyrion's taking note. Everyone's like chanting, like, you're a bastard, you're getting, you're, your brother, your uncle is your dad and shit. Yeah. And also that they're starving. This war. And it's funny because they probably have the, the most monetary means of anyone, and yet they're not feeding their people because this war is financially draining everyone. Right, exactly. Very real implications. Yeah, which is sweet. I mean, you don't yeah. really see that too much in fantasy no. series. Um, and then, so Tyrion, I'm glad you brought that up because Tyrion does tell um, someone to take off with Tommen really quick once he realizes that he's just take going the prince. South. Yeah. Um, to and then anyway, all hell breaks loose. So Joff is like, "Kill everyone! Kill! I want whoever whoever threw that poo at me." 
And then, but the, the Hound and Tyrion are like no, and like even um the guy who we all hate, Marin Trant, is even like yeah. no, this is bullshit. We got to get you there's your like mob. thousands against like twenty of them. Yeah, you know? it makes no sense. So then, and then the mob just goes nuts. They rip apart the high sept and yeah. literally like rip his Boston arm Tea off Party bullshit. bullshit going yeah. right. <laughs> and um, they eventually cut their way back through the back through to um, the Red Keep, and they realize that Sansa's missing. Yeah, and that's like the thing too is Joffrey's like. Uh, He's like, I don't care. Let them kill her. And Tyrion goes, Yeah. Well, you owe an awful lot to your uncle, and we'll never get him back if she dies. Yeah, exactly. And he and he smacks him pretty good. Oh, he smacks he's him. like, I'm the king. And he smacks him and goes, Yes, you are a king. And I just struck you. Did my hand fall from my wrist? <laughs> Great. Line. I fucking love Tyrion in this season. He's got big balls. Big balls. Huge, huge balls. Huge balls. Bigger head. Bigger head. Huge uh, balls. Great heart. And then, so anyways, the Hound goes back out and rescues Sansa. She, it, it, the way the scene's set up, she's like pretty much about to die. They rip her clothes off and stuff, and yeah, they're gonna make their way with her. Yeah, and then um, the this hound is, just comes in and just destroys us three dudes. And your perception at this point, if you're paying attention, should have already been changing with the hound. First season, all you know is he run down the butcher's boy, and but you realize is that he's a guy who that stuff sits with him. He it doesn't like not he doesn't like oh that's fine I did that. It definitely like affected him. Mm-hmm. And he does he is good at heart. The hound is not as bad as all these other king people and you start to see it more and more in each episode. Right. If you keep that image in your head which I did for too long, you miss this. And coming back and doing the rewatch, I'm like holy shit, he's a good person. Yeah. He's trying to save Sansa and like if you keep the image of Ned saying, "Is that the butcher's boy?" Uh, and the hound like, "Yep, then you'll never like him, but you have to evolve." I mean, at the at the end of the day, Especially for that scene with the butcher's boy, if you if your prince tells you to kill the butcher's boy, I mean you fucking kill the butcher's boy. Yeah, I mean what do, you don't have options at that. If point. I had a dollar yeah. every time my boss told me to kill a butcher's boy, <laughs> I would be exactly. doing okay. Um, so that was um, the ambush. Oh, and then from there we go to Karth, Koth, Kuth, um, Clay. Yeah, doesn't matter. Any call you want. <laughs> And here, Daenerys goes to meet with the Trader of Spices. She's trying to broker a deal with him. Uh, and even, like, going into the scene, she's with Zaro Zanos Doxos. Yeah, Zaro Zone Doxos. Auto Zone Docker. Um, <laughs> so she's going with uh, him to meet the Trader of Spices. And this, he's become, like, her Karth buddy. Mm-hmm. He wants to bang her. He wants to marry her. And he's like, ooh, well, if you had married the richest man in Karth. And she's like, shut the fuck up. And she even, like, goes over a list of some of the people and, like, their crazy demands. One dude was going to give her, like, one ship, but he wanted her to bang him. And she's like, I'm not some whore for ships. And I was like, I make that deal. I make that deal. I make that deal. Um, but so she goes to him, and he's, like, a total dick about it. He's like, he's like, I judge every deal on its merits. You will take the throne. It'll take you years to build an army, years to take the throne, years to pay me back. He's like, I live in the fucking now. Yeah. Man. And she doesn't even have an army to take... Nothing yet. No, she's very premature. Her her dragons are babies. Yeah. So even if she gets these ships, then what is she going to show up with a half half old and half defeated Kalisar and take the Iron Throne? And he even says he's like who who he's like you've never even been to Westeros. Right. Not since you were whatever. He said, and on top of it, he's like you claim that people there support your claim to the throne. He's like that's probably that was years ago. People probably don't give a fuck about you anymore. Yeah. No chance. No chance. Especially in in wartime right now when everyone's calling themselves kings. No. Yeah. Yeah. No chance. No, no chance. Chance. And then from there we go back to Heron Hall. And Tywin and Arya are having a little heart to heart here. I think Tywin sees a lot of Cersei and Arya just because Cersei was kind of a tomboy, not not necessarily like a tomboy like Arya is as far as dressing yes. and things like that. But Cersei always had the desire to have the power of boys and and um, you know be able to fight with the boys and things like that. And Arya very much has that. So Tywin's kind of letting his guard down around Arya, saying some things that he maybe shouldn't be saying. Talks about some troop positions. Talks about his dad. Sexual back positions. In the day. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, at the end of the scene, I like doggy. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the scene, Arya um, takes off and writes down a quick message that she wants to send a raven off to Rob with some, some intel, some intel, some troop positioning, mm-hmm. and all that. And on her way to do that, she gets intercepted by Amory Lorch, who was the guy who was demoted by Tywin. And it's Amory. going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Amory then takes that message and goes, "All right, I'm going to go see why Tywin would send you to to go send this message." Um, and then Arya freaks out and then runs over to find Jack and Agar and says, I need this done now. Like, you got to kill Amory. 
Um, and can I just say, this part's great, because she's like, I need you to do it, like, right now. And he's like, you cannot tell a man when to do it. And she's like, no, he's going to get me in trouble. I need it right now. And he makes a face like, <laughs> you kids. <laughs> it's such a great face, because it's not like he's mad. It's just one of those, like, rascal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, was, what was the name of that with the the name of that show with the Olsen twins? Full House. Yeah, it was like yeah. a Full House moment. Yeah. Like, oh, Uncle right. Jesse's like, there she goes with that ice cream again. <laughs> So, but yeah, so anyway, so Jack and Agar ends up killing Emery right as he walks into, um, hits a little dart. chambers. Dart to the neck. Yeah. A poison dart. So that letter never, you never made it back. <laughs> but you know what's funny though? I mean, I don't know, even if he did successfully kill him right before he entered, wouldn't he still have like the letter in his hands and then. You would think there's like maybe that maybe he did a little, a little faceless man wizardry. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, cause he never does come up and I thought that too. Mm-hmm. But Tywin's just like God. <laughs> that's all. That's literally the scene ends with him going God. <laughs> pay me for my line. Um, from there, we get a rap sighting. Little king of the north. Little king of the north, king man. The I north. love rap. I love rap. Oh, 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 I mean, he's all right. Um, so we got a rap sighting. He's hitting on his nurse gal. He's like, and it's like. He's just, like, walking around, like, shaking hands at this point. Like, oh, hello, yes, I'm the king of the north. And then he sees the nurse gal. He goes, he gives her a little... He goes and spits some game. You know how it is. You know, like, when you know you're going to bang someone, but you're pre-banging. So, but you're doing, like, the cute... You're doing, like, the cute game spitting. You know what I mean? Pre-banging. This is the pre-banging stage when they know it's going to happen, but they're still being, like, cat and mouse. And it's just, like, he's already... He's, like, the rubbers are in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta... You, yeah. gotta, you still gotta play it cool, though, because it's not yeah. a done deal yet. And, you know, no, but, but you, but you, you gotta, both know where it's headed. You both know you want it. And then out of nowhere, his mom shows up. Yeah. <laughs> cat comes walking up, and he's like... Mom, this fine feline this is, is Talisa. This is Talisa. She's a friend, and Cat reminds him that he's sworn to a fray. Yeah, she does. Cockwatch. She does. Ultimate like, cockwatch. Yeah, Cat does kind of like smile after like he sees how smitten Rob is with her. She likes it. She she likes that her son's in love, but reminds him yeah. of his oaths. And oaths mean everything back then. Right. Like oh, me, yeah. I was able. To, I've been getting out of oaths all year. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mean shit to this guy. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if you had a fucking, if you had a war on the line, I don't know if you'd be doing that. That's well, you, I, I did, dude. I chose duty. <laughs> I chose the call. I chose that enemy UAV not being airborne. Um, so this is an important scene, though. Yeah. It, the oath is important. Remember it well, because it comes back. Sure does. And then from there we go north of the wall. Um, John and John and Egret are, well, John is, er, I'm sorry, Egret is John's captive right now. They're separated from the rest of the Night's Watchmen because Igrid kind of ran away after John failed to kill her. That's true. I forgot to mention there was like a huge fucking chase scene. <laughs> yeah, and then so um, John and Igrid are now cuddling up for the night. They can't light a fire, so that's the only warmth that they can get is sitting right next to each other. And they're spooning. Igrid's a little spoon. She's doing that thing where she kind of like you know moves like rubs yeah. her butt up against the guy. She's kind of like getting into that dick. Oh, oh yeah, and then and then the, the she's rubbing on know, she's rubbing on long claw over there. We, we all know what we all know what that's like. I mean, it's oh like, god, it's yeah. tough. It's it well, it, you know, it, it gets hard. Definitely gets hard. It gets difficult. Yeah. Definitely gets winter. Gets. So Igrid knows what you she's doing. You think it gets warm doing that? It doesn't. Winter gets very close. John's like, stop it. And Igrid's even like giggling. She's like, oh. <laughs> and she's like, oh, was I moving again? And he's like, yes. She knows what she's doing, which is oh, great. Yeah. He's at like a half jump at this point. He knows if she does like two more. He's like, don't drop that doop doop. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought that was a hilarious scene. And from there we go up north, mm. I think. Yeah. So. Bruce Bolton barges in on Rob and Catelyn talking about God knows what. Probably Ned's corpse. Uh, and Roos goes, um, yo, I just got word from Winterfell. It's fallen. The Iron Islands have taken it. They got a skeleton crew. No word on Brandon Rickon, which is really the fear. Um, uh, Rob is freaking out. He's like, I must go. And Roos is like, no, there's a war here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me send my uh, bastard. And folks, this is the beginning of a long saga but his bastard he says like he assures rob he's like don't worry my bastard he's like his methods are a little but he's gonna take care of it i promise you and rob's like okay brandon rickon's safety is paramount but don't kill theon bring him to me alive and he's like okay but 
Again, my bastard is he's a he's a bastard. He, he's he's a sick fuck. He likes a quick fuck. <laughs> he likes a th- he likes a quick fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he didn't lie though. I guess we'll get it back back to that later yeah. on. Okay, so yeah, his son does do it does his job. Yeah, he does. He, he, he do he do be like that. It sometimes. do be like that sometimes. And then so we go up to Winterfell. Osha and Theon. Osha kind of walks in Theon's chamber, his new chambers, and she's like, you know. I, I want my freedom and stuff. What can I do for it? And then just trips down. And Theon, of course, is all into it. Ends up... Well, sw- yeah. I, I think any person would have been into it. She was, she's actually ocean low-key pretty hot. Yeah, but you gotta... I mean, I don't know, man. I, I feel like you gotta know that there's gonna be something sneaky going on. Your first, sneaky. Your, your first night taking the castle and chicks are trying to smack you already? Yes. Uh, I don't know. And then so Theon passes out and Osha leads... Hodor and Bran and, and Rickon out on an, on an escape. Takes out a, an Iron Island guard on the way out, but eventually they get out of Winterfell. I have to get some B-roll of you, so just keep talking, because I'm going to get some good footage for the podcast. So, so yeah, so Osha gets them to escape out of Winterfell, and then um, not not too much else to get them to, or not too much else to touch on there. Okay. From there, we go to Karth. Don't put me on. Karth? Yeah, we go back to Karth. Um, so... Daenerys, uh, she's still shook about the traitor's spices, and she's like, oh, this is some fucking bullshit. I can't believe he didn't trade with me. Like, I'm hot, I'm young. All I wanted was some ships. I thought it'd be easy to get those. And then all of a sudden, there's just like a bunch of dead motherfuckers all over the place. And she's like, why are all these motherfuckers dead? And then she's like, wait. And she runs up to her room. Dragons, gone. Oof. Where are my dragons? Oof. Never, never want to lose your dragons. So that that's it for that episode. Yeah, and the ending, of course, big cliffhanger. Where are the dragons? And then you just yeah. see a guy like carrying them up steps to that fucking the house of the undying. The house of the undying. Yeah, creepy place. So that was season two, episode six, the old gods and the new. Um, where would you say that your rating is for this one? I didn't like this episode. I thought I found it boring. Okay. So I gave it a four point two zero because it would be more exciting if you were high while watching it. So a four a four twenty four point two zero. That's pretty neat. Thanks, dude. I'm getting a little. I'm getting Weed is tight. Weed is tight. Weed is cool. It's legal. Uh, uh, it will be legal in Illinois. They're saying the new governor. He wants to legalize weed. The first thing he wants. This is true, folks. You heard it here first. The governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, takes over in January, and he said one of the first things he wants to do is legalize weed, and he believes it will make like seven hundred million dollars in revenue in its first year. That's pretty tight. So all you Michigan, weed dealer Michigan friends of mine, it. you're about to be out of a fucking job. <laughs> no, they'll they'll always be around. Um, Michigan has the recreational marijuana already now. I think they just got it like last week. Um, so yeah, I gave this one a five. Yeah, not the only saving graces are just kind of like what we were talking about the little moments where it kind of builds up or it builds up later on. So the the importance of it isn't too much right now, but it does uh, have some significance later on down the road. So. What did you give it? A five. Okay, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it is a very middle ground episode. Yeah. And from there, best line, Yas Queen? You want me to start? I'll fucking you start. start. You yeah. start. You seem I think maybe start. we have this, one of the same ones. I don't know. But my best we'll line see. was from Igrit to John saying, we'll stay warmer if we stay close. Because she, she knew what she was doing, right? They there. knew. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. She was doing some wizardry, playing some games. And, it, and, and she, I mean, she definitely also kind of has a crush on John. But I think right yeah. now, like, she just she's trying to survive. And she knows the quickest way to do this is to get this 14-year-old boy to get a crush on me. So, um, so then what's your Yas Queen? So my Yas Queen is from Danny to the, the Trader of Spices. <laughs> she said... I'm no ordinary woman. My dreams come true. Which, you know, I kind of... It's more of a Yas Queen to you just because, like, her dreams come true. She found the man of her dreams and it wasn't you, man. I mean... God damn. That's kind of... That's true, I guess. But that's, again, you got to separate the actor from the character. Yeah, I mean... Do you think Amelia's thinking that in real life? She found the man of her... Is that the man of her dreams? I don't know. In which case, then you know what? Fuck her dreams. Her dreams suck. (laughs) Those look like nightmares to me. (laughs) It's all right, because you know who the woman of my dreams is? Marjorie. Fact. Fact. Well, Natalie, wait, Natalie, Natalie Dormer or Marjorie? I mean, what's I mean, we're talking Natalie separation Dormer, from characters here. I don't here? know. Okay, well, okay. in real life, Masandi, Nath, Nathalie Emmanuel. Yeah. Smokiest of smokes on the show. Let the record show. She's a total. I'll tell you, winter. She's she's an HUB. I it's, have yeah. found so in my research, my studies across the globe. I think most people agree Masandi's the hottest. 
I think on our poll they had Masandi winning, right? I don't think they did. I think they voted Amelia, but that was in a confined space. If you reached the world and you lined up pictures of them now and said, who is hottest, Nathalie Emmanuel would win. Okay. I can can agree with that. I think she's she's a total HGB. She is an HGB. Hot girl babe. My best line (laughs) is uh, for this episode is from Roderick to Theon. He says, God's help you, Theon Greyjoy, for now you are totally lost. And I think it's fitting because Theon is lost. I think Theon knows he's lost, but also... Strictly business from here on out. No. Theon is in for it, folks. I tell you, when we get to like episode nine, I would say we're on six right now. He's in trouble. Yeah, and he there, is there's no turn back for him. There's at this no. Point he either. knows now. There's no turn, and that, yeah. that's sunk in with him too. And Roderick says it. It does a, a close up on Theon's face, and he's kind of like, oh, you know. And I think he <laughs> thinks that like the Iron Islands will be proud and will come assist. He's not getting no John Stockton, man. He's a one man show out no there. No chance. He's not getting any help. And my Yas Queen is also between. Uh, Daenerys and the Treaty of Spices. And um, it's, uh, you know, she wants those ships, and she says, you know, she's like, I will take the ships with fire and blood. Or no, he says, she says, you know, I, I know what I want. I want the Iron Islands, and I will take what I want with fire and blood. And he goes, yes, my lady, but not with my ships. <laughs> As he's walking up the stairs. And yeah, I thought, you know, great. what that a great, great one-off. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> and you get really no sense of what kind of person this guy is. I, I would like to sit down with him and be like, what's your deal, dude? I think he's one of those people who will, will be, like, overbearingly nice to you if you can assist him or help him in any way. He's all about the money. Yeah, but if if you have no value to him, if you can't help him at all, then he just basically tells you to fuck off. You guys have watched Shark Tank? He's basically, like, on Shark Tank. He's like, I don't see me getting a return on my investment, and for those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> and you won't get my ships. You will not get my ships. Okay. And then from there, oh. we go to Hottest Moment. Ooh, hottest moment. My hottest moment's simple, so I'm going to go first. Okay. Uh, angry mob throws horse shit at Joffrey. Wow, really? That's my hottest moment. That's your hottest moment? Yes. So I, I put down two because I thought that you would have one of these two. Okay, what so, was the one you thought? So so I also had Joff getting poop thrown on his face, so I'm glad I did write down two. So you were right, but did you think it was that one I would have or the other no, one? No, I thought it was this one. I thought it was Osha stripping down for Theon. Uh, oh yeah before, that is i think technically the hottest moment yeah i i don't like Theon's face though so it keeps cutting to it <laughs> and it's just annoying <laughs> in my opinion she I, go ahead she she turned out to be I, I did like a quick google search of the actual actress she turned out to be like a lot hotter than she actually is in the show I wouldn't say that she's like HGB status, like you know Natalie or Nathalie, but she's not their level, no, yeah, not at all. But she's, you know, she's she's a good looking gal. She is a good looking gal, and we talked about we Googled her actually before this because we wanted to see what movies she was in. She's in Harry Potter. Yeah, small bit player, but she's in it. Yeah, which I, which I didn't even see. I haven't seen those. She was in like Deathly Hollows or whatever. That's the last one. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the, the big one. Uh, from there, hottest moment, we go to Thrones for Dummies. We're skipping Westeros History Minute this week. Oh, yeah, we are. Because Chris... Um, didn't have time to prepare. He didn't prepare. We were, I was going to come up with an excuse, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we just didn't try on that yeah. one. We, but honestly, that's I. we did a poll on the account, didn't we, about like everyone's least favorite and that won 100% of the vote. Well, did we, we do that? We never actually posted that. It so, might have been a yeah. dream. Yeah, I think, okay, it was a dream. I think that was one of your like shitty dreams. Kind of, kind of like the one where you and Amelia were dating, and then that wasn't you know. a dream. That was I was trying to make it a reality. It wasn't a dream. We had a small correspondence, and she's with another guy. There's nothing I could do about that. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll mm-hmm. see how she feels about it when me and Natalie are posting pictures. <laughs> I'm gonna give her some gray worm. <laughs> All right, so thrones for dummies. Tell me a little bit. About Mance Raider, the uh, king of the wildlings, essentially. So Mance Raider is kind of a shady character. He started out as a Night's Watchman. Um, his background, as you can tell with the last name Raider, he isn't from you know a, a noble house at all. They actually gave him the last name Raider um, after he became king of the wildlings because he plans on raiding the South. Yeah, it's Jack so. Rudin's last name. Now it's John Raider. Yeah, it's, <laughs> He's trading <just> everybody. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so he is actually, like, super charismatic, and he was able to band together all the wildlings because not only from his charisma, but also he knows the Night's Watch. He knows that they're all, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, like, understaffed, and he knows that it wouldn't be very difficult to get south of the wall. He knows specifically how to do it, 
So they all banded together. It also doesn't hurt the. Um, it also doesn't hurt his cause. The fact that the Night King and, and White Walkers are coming for. Right. He's, he's got a, well. literally a failsafe of a pitch. Yeah. So so yeah. So he he became one of the first kings of the wildlings. I think in about a hundred or so years they say. Um, and yeah, that's Mance. That's Mance. Yeah. That's that's so Mance. That's so Raider. <laughs> <laughs> that's so Raider. All right, so in in lieu of the Westeros History Minute, we're going to do a Mount Rushmore this week. Mount Rushmore! Explain which one this is this time. So this one is the best military minds in Westeros. So, Uh you know, best best strategist, maybe tactician, kind of a mix. So how about you? You You want me to get the first pick? Yeah, you get first pick. Ooh, all right, then I'm going to take Tywin Lannister. Ooh, that's, that's pretty weak. Why is he weak? Well, no, because you told me that your first round pick was going to be someone different. That's why I let you get the first round pick. All right, but well, then don't you get pulled, mad at me. But then I, you pulled some horror wizardry. Don't get mad at me. You fucking chill. Listen, listen, listen. If, so the GM of any team, you don't have a right to know. I said he's a first. He's, I said he's a potential first round pick. No, you still have no, a pick. No, nope. it could have been your pick. Yeah, I said man. he's a first uh, round pick. Not that he's my dude, first. You know round what? Pick. No, guys, you hear this? This is what you don't do to your podcast partner, right? You guys don't, you don't know don't, the half of what goes on behind the scenes, you, all right? You don't bait and switch them when they're when they're nice enough to let you get a first round pick. Also, the but Culver's yeah. gift card. There's not any clarity on what that was. <laughs> Did it ever make it to the winners, Chris? Did yeah, it ever it make it to them? Hell yeah, it did. All right, it better have. It Who won did. again? Um, the Moose and Rooms podcast. Yeah. It, it, it made it to direct, rooms. Shut up. Made direct, it. shut up. Direct message me <laughs> and let me know that you got the fucking big card. Because <laughs> if I, I swear to God, I'm checking your card for Culver's Rappers. <laughs> Dude, that actually, that actually reminded me. He wanted me to give a shout out um, on the podcast here. So, yeah, you can follow them at, at Moose and Runes on Twitter. Yes. And also give them a listen. They have a weekly podcast. It's funny. Um, it's, fun. it's great. It's funny and it's great, great sports analysis. Sports talk, so yeah. give, it, give it a listen. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. Give it a rate and review as well. Yes. And without further ado, my first round pick, since we have some horror wizardry going on over here. Go ahead, take your pick. Would be Robert Baratheon. All right, that's weak. That's fucking sick, dude. And with my second round pick, (laughs) I choose his brother Stannis Baratheon. Okay. My team is fucking stacked. That's fucking weak. No. Stannis dropped to the second round because of character issues. (laughs) (laughs) Because of fucking... Character issues. Daughter issues. Yeah, well... Your turn. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with this. This one's tough. My second round pick's tough because I have a few that are on the, that are on the same. Level. I'm actually like nervous. I'm stoked because yeah. my team is stacked. I'm gonna go Jon Snow with my second round oh, pick. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go Jon Snow. I am gonna take Rob Stark. Ooh. I love Rob, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because if this is my team, I'm assembling and I'm putting them together. Tywin and Rob. My that's, God. that's a tough combo to beat. Tywin would have cleaned up Rob's mistakes. Tywin wouldn't even have been on the battlefield. He would have been far away just directing Rob with ravens. Okay, but we're not. I mean, we're not putting them on a team here. Yeah, we you know, are. This is individual. We yeah, we're putting them on. No, a team. these are yeah, individual. We're gonna put them on a team. Okay. Team play here. Okay, so I think Tywin Lannister is self-explanatory. I, I, I kind of since you explained one of your picks, I want to explain my my explain Robert. It. All right, um, Robert. Against all odds, fucking led a rebellion against the three hundred year dynasty, um, without really suffering a major defeat. I think he only lost once. Um, um, yeah, and then he got injured, I guess, on the trident. But it's fine. He still won the war. So hey, injuries doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to be a good military mind, all of them take slug eventually. Yeah, you know, he he went up against the king. He took the throne. Beat all odds. All right. All right. And then... Well, his brother Stannis was also crucial during that. Yeah, he was. And Tywin, of course. Well, well, yeah, but not until the end. Like a little cha. And Rob is, of course, fantastic. All right, so who's got the pick now? You, right? Um, Yeah, this is my third rounder, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to take... And this one's going to have a lot of controversy, actually. Take it. But Ramsey Bolton. Ooh, I was he was on my uh, list. Was he? Yeah, so whose pick is it now? Well, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. All right, your turn. 
Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we doing snake. We weren't even doing snake. We were just doing back and forth. Yeah, so it's right? my turn. Yeah, so it's your it's turn. turn. Yeah. I am going to take his father, Roos Bolton. Okay. He is a great. If you pay attention, he is a great leader for uh, for Rob. And actually, a lot of what he says makes sense. Yeah. And I think with Stannis and Roos, I get that ruthlessness, and with Tywin and Rob, I get that leadership quality. My team, which of course we are doing teams. <laughs> we're certainly not doing teams, but if we were doing teams, that'd be tight. Right. Although. I don't know, man, because I don't think Rob would listen to a lot of what Tywin and Roos said. Okay, and Robert's going to listen to fucking um, Ramsey? No, 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 no. Robert's clearly going to be in command there. Jon Snow's going to be the loyal follower, and Ramsey Bolton's going to do all the dirty work that no one else wants to do. Okay. that's Well, that's what my setup is, too. Well, it's not quite. Anyways. Uh, Ramsey's not even, okay. My fourth, my fourth and final pick. And I don't really... This is probably my least favorite pick on here. All right, do it. But it's going to be Ned Stark. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we don't actually ever really see him lead any battles in, in this Yeah, battle. I mean, he, he did lead the sack in King's Landing, which okay. was tight. Got a great sack. And he also um, defeated Sir Arthur Dane at the, um, at, the to- at the Tower of... Whatever. The one where Lyanna was being held captive. Yeah, he defeated him. Well... Yo, Weak pick. Yo, yo, the record, the record book show. The the record theater, book right? show. So, what does it say in the books? Yeah. Weak pick. History is written by the victors, Jonathan. All, All right. right. Well, that's it's true though. It yeah. is. All right. That was a good draft. So I got Tywin, Stannis, Robin, Roos. Your picks, please. Robert Baratheon, Ned Stark, Jon Snow, Ramsey Bolton. Not in that order. Well, it was that order. It of what you drafted him? No, it wasn't. It was it was Robert, Robert, John, John. Ramsey, Ned. So you have Robert Ramsey, John. Okay, that's a good. It is a good team. That's yeah. good. Both of these are reasonable teams. Bad take. Don't know females. That's not good. Well, I mean, I would have taken Danny, but she let Tyrion kind of destroy. It. Well, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. But yeah, Tyrion actually not taken. Dude, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe throw Sansa on there. She's got the undefeated one and zero right now. So that's true. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see what happens in season eight. This is these are all preliminary drafts. Yeah, these are all this is like Mel Kuyper's big board. <laughs> this is <laughs> that's all this is. Um, and from there, we're gonna get George a date. Hell yeah, we will. Should I go first or do you want to go first? Uh... All right, I'll go first. You go first. I was watching <laughs> some throwback shows a few night nights ago. And I love, like, it's funny you brought up Full House. That was one of them. But then I watched Sister, Sister, and I thought, what's better than twins? Oh. Tia and Tamara Mari. Those would be great for him. Honestly, if he's feeling weird, he can even throw Taj in there. You know, a little, <laughs> little smart guy. Get him in there. Tia and, and Tamara, they're great. Uh, sister, Sister, great show. Well, what are they up to nowadays? I feel like I, they had any new show. Oh, really? You know, like one of those shows. Kind of like Kardashians. So it's like keeping up with Tia and Tamara. Yeah. Uh, Taj, I think, still acts, but I don't think anything big anymore. I think they're all kind of, like, retired from acting. But they're like, they were those child actors who didn't do like weird shit. Yeah. They just acted, made money, and didn't go get addicted to drugs. And no, that's yeah, that's, they're not like Lindsay Lohan's or uh, any of that shit. Right. They had a very Hillary Duff life where it was they were famous, and they're kind of not so much anymore. Yeah. But they saved their money. It looks like because on the E News show, I saw a trailer for it. They were loaded still. So they probably invested in a ton of different stuff. And Take notes, just, Terrell Owens. Yeah. That's how you keep your money. <laughs> Speaking of Terrell Owens, my date for George is Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yes. And I love it. If, if you guys don't follow the NFL, Le'Veon Bell, if, I guess if he doesn't play this weekend, then... It's he, too late. It's, he didn't sign. Uh, oh, okay. So, so it was last week. Done for the year. Okay, so no, he didn't sign today. There was a deadline oh, today. today. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's done so. So his contract is officially up. He's not going to play this year. He can't. If any of you have him on your fantasy team, cut him. He can't be picked that he's not going to play. If you haven't cut him yet. If you haven't cut him yet, then you're kind of a bad fantasy owner to begin you're with. You're a cheer shot. <laughs> um, but the reason I picked him is because Le'Veon Bell hit his fans with the classic George move. Oh, just wait. Just wait. It's coming. You know, I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. It's coming. Just keep waiting. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. <laughs> it's and gone. And it's, it's gone. gone. <laughs> so, I mean. This is my Libya. My views. My play. <laughs> so, I'm thinking, I don't know, man. Like, George keeps putting off winds of winter. I, I, he might pull a Le'Veon Bell and just be like, I'm done, though, man. It's, if he does that, though, that would be the biggest coward book of all time. I mean, people are going to burn down Barnes & Nobles all over the place. Are there still open Barnes & Nobles? <laughs> 
that's the real question. People oh, might anyway, because I think homeless guys are in there with barrels trying to keep warm. <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, at least the Le'Veon will be back next year, I assume, right? Well, uh, he's dropping a rap album, isn't he? Isn't he dropping is, like he's, he has a rap song is coming he out? Doing that? And he's tweeting upside down. He's on his fuck shit right now. Meanwhile, his backup, James Conner, is having a fantastic year. Yeah. I mean, that really backfired on him. I thought he thought that he would get some more value by, by sitting out for a while, and the Steelers would realize they needed him. But then they just realized that they did not need him. Conner has nine rushing touchdowns, and apparently Le'Veon's never had that many touchdowns in a season, which is hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's just like total backfire. Kind of, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I hate to say that's what you get because I don't know the ins and outs of his contract and what he was and wasn't getting screwed on. I tend not but, to be against the player whenever they hold out. Yeah. But he, for some reason, is even getting the wrath of like, everyone. So I think he's done it stupidly. But the Steelers are an organization that like typically or takes historically care takes, care of, takes care of its guys. Antonio you know? got a big contract. Didn't yeah. He? yeah. So That's good. Uh, so then from there we have some unnecessary titties. Hell yeah, we do. Um, mine was when Sir Roderick got his head cut off. Yeah. Um, yeah, Theon missed initially. He had to swipe <laughs> like three more times and then had ended up yeah. like kicking off. We've all been there, right, yeah. guys? I missed my first time. Nope. Y- yeah. <laughs> but, Bad radio. There's some good faces yeah. being made. It takes a minute to find it. What don't you get, Chris? Yeah, I mean, Sir, Sir Roderick had, had got a little sloppy toppy there. Yeah, Theon... So Roderick was like, lower. <laughs> and Theon was like, all right, my lord. Well, yeah, so sad, sad. Sad, exclamation sad point. Yeah. Uh, mine was Egret grinding on John's dick. Oh. Um, she's pretending she's cold and she's moving about, but really, this is bullshit type shit. These are the mind games that girls play with your dick all the time. And it's not, and, and it's cool. And I know you liked the scene actually. You I, had it in I your hottest moment. Scene. I love that scene. I'm against it. I think it's a, it's mean because John's he's just trying to do his job. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he fucked up his job. If he was just trying to do his job, he would have done it before that whole situation. Okay, so if my started. plumber comes in and my toilet still doesn't work, I don't go grind on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, no one. Well, have you ever seen have you ever seen those pornos with the with the plumbers? A lot yeah, of those are based in reality. Those. That is yeah, true. They didn't know? do their research. Actually, um I was watching <laughs> No, I was watching so recently I was No, watching. I was watching Cheaters the other day and great show. And one of the one of the guys who was cheating, like the lady was or I'm sorry, one of the ladies who was who was cheating was like banging the, the, the pizza delivery guy. Really? Yeah. So he's like, pizza again? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to order another pizza. She'd order pizza every time he was gone, and then... Oh, man. Life yeah. is weird yeah. like that. Sometimes It do be like that sometimes. Listen, you get those crazy breadsticks, man, you just got to get weird. You crazy, bro? Yeah, so I, I didn't like that scene. I thought it was negative. I don't like, you know, it's the thing of it is, is it's like John's just like, not now. Maybe later, you know, and she's like, now, and it's like totally hypocritical because if he was doing it and she wasn't in the mood, she'd be like, you know, nothing, John Snick. It's not fair. It's not fair. I mean, nothing, nothing's wrong with a little cuddling, you know what I mean? You know, ain't nothing wrong. Oh, and also, I also wanted to say this was another We're unnecessary titty for me. <laughs> another unnecessary titty for me was uh, this is the first episode I've ever had a big disagreement with Rob Stark. With the whole Talisa thing? No, or? so this is the first time I ever disagreed with Rob. Rob turns to Roose Bolton and he says, send your son, tell your son Brandon Rickon's safety is paramount. I I think they could take liberties with Rickon. I think he could let Theon kind of torture him a little bit, <laughs> fuck him up a little bit, because Rickon's life is not that important, to be honest. He can keep it. I wish, I don't know, I wish in that moment Rob was like, tell tell your son Brand's life is most important. And if you can throw in Rick and great, if not, not a big deal. <laughs> well, I mean, he's still a prince, so he's got a... He's not, a, he's not shit. I mean, he, by title, he's still a prince. Okay, by title, he's yeah. still a prince. Yeah. Fantastic. My sweet prince. My sweet, my sweet, good night, my sweet prince. Uh, I guess that's the irony that Brandon Rick and safety is paramount for the bastard, but so... R.I.P. Stanley. R.I.P. Stanley. Oh, wow. Sweet Prince. R.I.P. Stanley. That's right. How do we not give a shout-out to Stanley? R.I.P. to the man who made it all happen for Marvel. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Stanley, you're a legend. Batman's way better. No offense. I think we all can agree. Um, not Ben Affleck's Batman. No, Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman. Okay. A little bit of Al Kilmer. Not George Clooney. <laughs> um, <laughs> trial by combat. So I... 
came up. It's called. It's actually. This is perfect for Stan Lee. It's a superhero show I came up with called oh. The Mistaken Heroes. Okay. And they're all superheroes based on uh, typos I've written. So there's the Ducker. <laughs> the Ducker is a good superhero. It's like an Avengers, The Mistaken Heroes. The Ducker. Uh, Holy Carp. So Holy wait. Carp is a religious carp that flies out of the sea and saves the human race. There's the Ducker. The Ducker there's, like um, just like ducks under stuff really quickly and like avoid. No, it's like stuff. a duck. <laughs> <laughs> but like a duck that can do that. Yeah, the Ducker. Okay. Um, Holy Carp. Uh, like someone to say Holy Crap, but it yeah. Holy Carp. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So the Doctor part of this one I just added. He's the super villain. Uh, but the second part is the typo. So there's Doctor Rumshot. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad boy. Uh, So these are some typos. If you can ever think of a good typo, those are the ones that came to mind when I wrote this because I typed holy carp and it cracked me up. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of some other ones here. Uh, Well, Dr. Rumshot definitely is a great one. (laughs) He's a good boy. Um... Man, where's where's my phone? I don't know, but carp carp is good. There should be, um... You should get, like... I don't know. I think we could do more with with the ducker, like a holy duck, maybe. Holy Duck is a good one. Yeah. And then there's the Holy Carp, though, so it's a very right. religious-themed show. And then there's Dr. Rumshot. <laughs> Don't worry about what I was typing, cause, but that Rumshot was good. Um, oh. Corn Pub? Ponin' Boobs. Whenever people ask me what I'm doing when I'm on Call of Duty, I'm always ponin', ponin Boobs. <laughs> P- ponin' Noobs? Is I mean to say Noobs, yeah, but it comes out Boobs. Boobs, okay. The Corn Pub. I mean, that's probably... Yes. Good. Porn Cub. Corn, corn pub. Corn pub. Corn pub. Yeah, you walk into the pub and you're like, what'll it be? Like, I'll have some of that there corn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I like that one. So what exactly, like, I mean, what do they do? What's their adventure? I mean, what, or did you just not get that far? I didn't get that far. I okay. literally came up with the names. Okay. Well, that ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. We'll 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 figure out what they do later on. But the important part is the important nice. part is that Holy Carp, the Ducker, are stopping Captain Rumshot from his nefarious deeds. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's our show. I thought it was a good one. I thought it was a good one. I have a, once we get off the air, I have a few notes for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, apologies if I was a little bit rusty. No, you were like great. I said, dude. I've, I've been. Uh, I think the apologies from us is that we were off for two weeks, but we yeah. needed it, folks. I was going through a quarter life crisis. Chris has good things going on. His new job. Uh, Thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right. Well, you wanna you wanna give your shout out to the new to the new lady this week. This is gonna be weird. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Please remember to share. Comment, review, direct message Chris for what? It, what? Oh, yeah. So there were, um, last week, there were some um, leaks that came out about season eight. So if you're someone that doesn't mind a little bit of spoilers, um, let me know. Slide my DMs and I can uh, release that information to you. All right. Well, that's cute. Uh, slide into my DMs for just human contact. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys very much for listening. Once again, we love you all. And uh, hey, Marjorie, hit me up. That felt weird.